0: Hi, welcome to Mom Meets World, where our mission is to strengthen home and family. Today, our topic is so fun. It's about family traditions and how they help us to strengthen and grow our families in beautiful ways. So, uh, I've got some really special people here tonight daughters Teresa, Jaden, Christy, brand new daughter in law, but also a brand new daughter. Emily, not to be confused with our other daughter, uh, biological daughter, Emily, and then our son, Jared, is here tonight too. So we're all going to share, and I'm going to start. Let's just get right into it. A family tradition that was fun for me was when I was a little girl, my father used to say, let's go to the library, and he said it often. I'm going to say at least once every other week, if not every week. And when we'd get there, he would make sure that we had um, brown grocery bags. If we didn't, he'd hand us one or two of them. And he'd say, go into the library and don't come back out until you filled these bags, or at least one bag. So that was crazy but it didn't seem crazy to us because it seemed normal to us because that's you know how we grew up but we would go in and just just like you're shopping for produce we just fill those bags with books and then we come home and read them and every single one of our my siblings and I are passionate readers and i think it goes back to those early days in elementary school where we filled those grocery bags um Another one that I love is every school year there was so much hype and excitement around getting school supplies. Going to get school supplies was not exactly Christmas Eve, but not terribly far off. We would get in the car. People would just be on fire excited. My parents were excited. My dad was especially excited. We'd drive there and people could just get whatever they needed, pens and notebooks and just the smell of brand new school supplies. Everybody probably remembers that excitement of brand new. Yeah, Jaden's nodding her head. That excitement of brand new school supplies got us excited about school. So those are just a couple from my childhood. I'm um, I've now raised some children that have had childhoods. I hope their memories are good. We're going to be talking about them here. Who wants to go next? Anybody have something they want to share about, about a family thing? Okay, Christy. Um, I have
1: one um, on Saturday, um, pretty much every Saturday. Because we had something kind of exceptional going on. We would do pancakes. Dad would always make pancakes. And it's, like, it's a simple thing. We just did pancakes, but it brought everyone together Saturday morning. And I kind of started the day as a family, and that was really, really, like, casual but fun. And we just talk and eat pancakes. And it was really nice. And, and sometimes, like, he'd make, like, designs or something where he'd ask us, like, what, do you want Mickey Mouse ears, especially when we were little? And one day, Emily and I wanted fairies. <laughs> <laughs> and when we woke up the next morning, Dad had the pancakes already ready. He woke us up, and he's like, okay, pancakes, come on. And they were fairy boats.
2: <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> yes, and he's like,
1: well, no, no, he understood. He tried to make the fairies, but fairies are not easy to make in pancake batter. with really just true. like, you know, a pourable, like bowl.
0: Yeah. Skinny yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he tried it. didn't work out so well. So then he yeah. kind of changed it up a little bit and made fairy boats. It was really fun. That's adorable. <laughs> I didn't even know that.
0: That's
2: a great memory. Um, I can go. Um, I don't know if this counts as an official tradition. But every Christmas, um, like Christmas morning, all the kids like wait on the stairs to come down and get their presents. And every Christmas morning, mom and dad were almost never ready on time. So mom would come stall at the door, um, in front of the stairs Mm -hmm. And she would go off on some r- elaborate story on how our presents were late, and Rudolph had died in a mysterious accident, um, or Santa was at the hospital, whatever crazy story she could come up with. Um, and at the time, it was always super annoying because it was like, okay, mom, like we just want to see our presents. Like this is taking forever. Um, but I think looking back on it, it's like, oh, like we got to like laugh together and make fun of mom together Bang in a loving mom, way. She was showering. Oh he would yeah. always take a thousand That's, years there on that's another unofficial tradition. Every <laughs> Christmas morning, TJ, our <laughs> oldest brother, never really cared about the presents. He just wanted to like make us the rest of us suffer. <laughs> so he would go and get in the shower and we weren't allowed to go see the presents until all of the kids were ready. And so, we just bang on the door to <laughs> the shower and be like, TJ! How do you remember this? <laughs> well, I remember one of your earliest memory. One of the him? other years, the he left the shower and went on the roof so none of us could find him. <laughs> and we couldn't go get the presents because no one knew where he was. <laughs> pretty
0: funny and this was all so early in the morning remember you guys would be so funny just one little kind of quick parentheses on pancakes and then come right back to you jane you're next um such a great story about pancakes thank you for reminding me about that story one time little tiny jared came up to me at about age five and he said mom i know what i want to be when i grow up and i said what sweetheart and he pulled out from behind his back a big spatula and he said i'm gonna be a pancake daddy and i already have my spatula Aww. isn't that the, so sweet Aww. It's making an impact. And
3: I still have it.
0: And he's, he just said he still has it, yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, um, one of my favorite traditions, well, it's kind of a tradition, kind of not. Um, Our dad, uh, on Saturdays, our dad would go into the garage and get the garbage and the cardboard. And we had this big blue truck that we'd put all the stuff in and we'd make our way to the dumpster and we would unbox like we'd break down boxes like recycling boxes and we'd throw away the trash or anything that needed to get rid of we had it in the truck and we unloaded and then we'd get back in the car and where our house is there's a little kind of store and you um, you keep going past our house, and you'll find the store. Anyway, our dad would always, it's called the truck magic, and it would always go to the store that we liked to get ice cream, um, because that was a tradition that he did with his dad, and so he'd do it with us, and we'd always get ice cream or a treat, and it was really fun. That's so, so
0: the truck magic drove the truck there. Like you, you just—it was impossible it to was not a have hatch, that.
3: Though. If you <clears throat> mentioned
2: anything about getting ice cream, the truck magic doesn't work. Like if you're like, "Hey, after the dump today, can we go get ice cream?" Truck magic does not work. There was like a very key rule: is you could not say anything about it until you had the ice cream in your hand. And,
4: and what's wild to me about the the truck game that my dad would play or our dad would play is, it was all about him convincing you that he had forgotten because he would intentionally not bring it up. He would never make any mention of Waltz. And he would even like pretend like he was turning into the neighborhood and like all, your mouth would open like, oh, we got to go, we got go to go Waltz. But then he would like, you know, turn the steering wheel back towards Waltz. And then we'd go and be like, oh, thankfully,
3: we're going. <laughs> this game is genius. Kids
1: are tiny lobbyists. Like, they going to start playing with this with my
0: kids. <laughs> and they also love magic. So it's kind of got that element of... Wow. So exciting. Anybody else?
5: Got to thank Emily. You. Emily? Um The first thing, there's two things that came to my mind when I first thought of traditions in my family. And one of those things is when we were all, there's six kids in my family, when um, it was our birthday, each of us. Whoever's birthday it was, we were able to stay up later than all the rest of the kids. And I can't remember at what point this stopped, but eventually as we got older, it did. But my mom would take... Whoever's birthday it was, and we would go into her room. She had a rocking chair and she would rock us. And so, all growing up, I remember her doing this. And because there are so many of us growing up, you know, you never really got that alone time with your mom. And so, that was something that I really looked forward to every year is having that, you know, bonding experience or that time with my mom. And I'm sure, I mean, All of my siblings, you know, we loved that, but especially, I mean, obviously me, because it was my own experience. But um, another one that my whole family really loves to do, there's a place that my family goes to, it's called Patrick's Point in uh, Northern California. When we lived in California, we would go every single year. Even before I was born, my family's been going for about 30 years.
0: Isn't
5: that amazing? It's it's incredible.
0: Same exact place. They go to the same camping
3: spot.
5: Yeah, same campsite, same everything every year. You know, we'll bring friends or other, you know, families at this point because we want other people to experience it as well. But for some reason, my family just loves it so much. I think because we've had so many memories and so much fun there. It's just like a second home at this point. Um, I remember there was one year my family or my parents had sat all of us down. We were at the kitchen table, and they said, okay, this year for our family vacation, are we going to go to Hawaii or would you rather go to Patrick's Point? And they let us decide, and we all chose Patrick's Point over Hawaii. And so it's just a place. I don't know what it is about it, but when I think of traditions, that is the first thing that comes to my mind. It's just a place that we all – we able to bond so much together for years and years and years and years and years.
0: You know that really makes me think about. I mean, if you have gone to Hawaii, you could probably have really nice accommodations, maybe nice hotels. You chose a camping trip over a, 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 probably a nicer venue in mm-hmm. Hawaii, and that just so much speaks so much to ritual to have, to going to the same place you've always gone, which is such an important part of tradition, trying to do that same thing over and over again. That's beautiful. And it doesn't have to be expensive. I love right. that. Uh, Jared, you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah.
4: um, <laughs> similar to, uh, idea on the ritual point you made. Like I I think one of the most important traditions we had as a family that I, we, we had growing up that I wasn't aware of until we got older. was like our tradition of skiing as a family because I feel like as I saw people experience things together or like, you know, when people come back from a season of a sport and they win the state championship or they're, you know, they uh, go on a mission and they all serve together. Like the only people that are, that are going to understand what that's like or how that felt is the people that were there in the moment together. And those are like really special moments. Like you'll be friends like forever with somebody that you played in a big sports game with. And it was a super big deal. Cause like you all share shared that moment. Like nobody else has. And I think everyone in our family, because we've skied together, like when we talk about skiing, we've all been through the motions of like getting your bundle together the night before and like getting up It's so cold, and you don't want to go and getting on a chair the first couple of times you're terrified. And like having that for years and years growing up, like it's always something that we have in common. But I think the other important thing is it really helped us trust our dad. Like when you're young, like and you're on a mountain by yourself, like you really have to rely on somebody that, that knows what they're doing because otherwise you'll just die. <laughs> skiing. Um, and skiing, and like I feel like looking back, I didn't realize like, how much it made me trust, like that my dad was gonna like, take care of us and keep us safe, and show us how to do all sorts of cool stuff.
0: Okay. Of course, that makes me. I have to tell this story, which you've heard, but you gave a natural, accidental lead into this. So, this wonderful son um, and I were skiing together one day, and I came to a sign. There was just the two of us, and there's this big sign, and it, you know, it directs you which way you're going to go next on the mountain. And my little four year old Jared stops me and says, "Mom, we cannot go any photos. Stay white hill. Stay white hill." And I said, "Why?" And he said, "Because Daddy is not here." And I thought, okay, I'm confused. And he said, mom, look, and he pointed to the signs and he said, I am not a Weedle, but daddy is a Weedle. And when he comes, he will be the signs. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm a reader. <laughs> <laughs> Been reading for decades. But I, I realized that he had such enormous trust in dad's whole captain of the ski experience thing that I just I just went along with it. I just stayed right there and, and waited for the Weedle. But um, it just goes to your point, Jared, of, of trust and love and ritual. And I love that. So speaking of trust and love and ritual, let's touch for just a minute on some spiritual traditions that we've had. Um, family home evening we've all had, you can look that up for people who are not aware of what that is. It's really a cool thing that we've done for decades. We've also done, um, well, having, helping the kids go to sleep at night and saying prayers with them. Do you guys remember anybody remember that deal? And then we'll talk about devotional at the end, but, um, why dad put the kids to sleep at night instead of mom? I mean, it wasn't together. It was just dad. Do you remember the deal behind that? I have no idea why. I just know I love Dad put you to sleep every night, didn't he? He helped you every night. Yes, Christy. Um,
1: Well, I think the original idea was that because Dad was um, uh, working during the day, he'd have more time with us at night. Um, But also, (laughs) when Mom would put us to bed, Mom is so fun, and going to bed just wasn't going to happen. Like (laughs) it didn't. Like it would. we, We would just stay up and play and chat and laugh. Read stories until Dad came home, and then read stories and put us to bed.
0: Because <laughs> he was more, yeah, he was more um, serious
1: about it. To, yeah, and but like, I mean, it was great. Um, and I remember there was a few years where mom and mom was wanted to make sure Jared and Rachel were getting enough time with mom because I mean they were number five and six in a big family, and she wanted to make sure that they got some more time, and so she would put them to bed. And it would take like an hour or two. And then dad would come in at the end and put them to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really sweet. You know, I just, I just really admire that she was trying to find a time um, to make sure that everyone yeah, got that time. Sort of what you were saying earlier. Yeah. I about
0: having that. When you have a big family, you want to give that. And just that makes me so, just so tender that your mom... Anyway, those are treasured memories. Um, okay, so we we would do that. Dad would help read stories. You guys have what was the book that everybody read? Can you guys say it once? The trumpet of the swan. Yeah, everybody read that book, right? You all read the trumpet oh, of the swan so together. Many. And there's so many. Heidi, Ivan,
2: yeah, every single Magic Tree book to ever exist. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So I feel like that's almost a spiritual thing that he would read to you guys so consistently every night. And then another thing we always did was have family prayer, right? We always had family prayer and we'd always gather around, almost always on our knees and say prayers together. Um, different people taking turns doing that. That was pretty precious. And then let's just end with a little bit about devotional. I'd just love to hear each of you, um, you know, or sorry, any of you that would like to say something about that. That was, that was kind of a fun thing that we would do. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, but I think it really was a treasured time. Jaden, do you want to say something?
3: Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, um I am adopted, I'm the adopted one in our family. Um and my birth family did not do devotional like at all. Um but when I came to the Bell household, uh, they had this weird thing called devotional. And I loved it because we would all gather in a living room and, like, sometimes in our jammies and blankets, and we would talk about spiritual things, uplifting things, and mostly laugh. A lot of times, we would just sing, and we'd laugh and laugh and laugh. And that was my favorite part, because I feel like I've made a lot of memories just having devotional, than really learning the message, sadly. Um, but... <laughs> It was really um, fun to just be with my family um, and a whole lot of my family too when we'd gather in like for family reunions, um, and I really loved that. And yeah. And What was the feeling you
0: had inside? Did you have like a warm and fuzzy kind of feeling when you when you were in that situation? Always, yeah yeah and that that i think is the whole reason we did it we started out doing it actually because i had heard that if you can help your kids learn to memorize poems they can do better in school so remember we used to memorize poems lots of poems um i don't know if anybody can remember any of these poems do you remember stick to the task okay you want to say it Mm.
3: this is the one that took me like five days to learn because i did not like memorizing at the time but um okay Stick to the task till the task sticks to you. Beginners are many and enders are few. Honor, power um honor, power, place and praise will always come to the one who stays. Stick to the task till the task sticks to you. Um work at it. Oh you work at it, sweat at it, smile at it too, for after the work the sweat and the smile will come's life will come life victories after a while.
0: You're amazing. You're amazing. Yeah. So for
3: decades, we would memorize
0: poems or or um, have a spiritual thought or someone um, would teach us something. It wasn't always... Spiritual, but you're right. We often got off on other tracks and laughed our heads off. But we would come back again in the circle. And my favorite thing is that we were all in a geographical circle, as it were, in a room sharing these spiritual thoughts. And I think that gives people time to also share things that are hard. I remember one time when one of you, I won't say necessarily, I don't have permission to say which one, but was was thinking about trying out for a team, and didn't want to, and were scared to death. Want wanted to, but it was a push me pull you. Kind of wanted to, but kind of didn't want to. And the process was. So so intimidating. So we gathered everybody for a devotional and we just had everybody, um, share a time where they had to do something like that, do something really, really hard. But then the outcome was good. And some people shared things where it wasn't, it didn't work out. But the fact that they tried and they were so proud of themselves for trying was the whole point of it. Okay, so I just want to close. Um, we'll have more on. I think we need another podcast on this one too, because we I can tell you guys have more you want to share. But we'll, um, we'll we'll come back to traditions again another time. Hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time on Mom Meets World. Thanks.